Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Joe and Mike Show. <laughs> I can hear you chewing. Yeah, I'll take that out. Don't worry. Oh, that works fine. I'm not going to fucking talk on podcasts and go in my mouth. I learned that's, that. That's fucking great. That actually sounds good. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I can hear you clearly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you made me <laughs> chewing gum on the, on the show. Like, that too. That's a new thing. That's new. I'm editing the podcast, so I'm editing and uh, fucking... I keep hearing this background buzzing sound. So I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? Because... Was it my brain trying to work? No, no, no. <laughs> no. It's the fucking air conditioner. So when the air conditioner turns on yeah. and it blows the air, yeah. the, the air curves mm. and goes right to your fucking microphone or to yeah. these microphones. And all you hear is this low hum in the background. Yeah. Like, Dude, that shit is designed to make you want to keep eating. I'm not hungry at all. And that fucking smell of that panda is making me think I need to eat. I and I'm not hungry at all. I fucking hate panda. I'm still full. Fuck panda. You're going to have to get up on the mic. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a switch on top. Okay. You'll see where it says on off. Okay. Talking to it. Hello? No. <laughs> Didn't work. Let's, let's try this. Hello, talk now. Talk now. Hello again. Keep talking. Hello again. Hello. You know what? Um, you're not used to doing this without headphones on, so you should actually try it. Okay. See what it's like. Let me see this left. Yeah, it's left. Okay. Okay. So just like that. Try them on. All right. So you can. Um, it, it just when you have those on, it it feels like you're more in it when you're talking and when you're listening to. What do you think? <clears throat> We're on. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, when we talk, we got to get close to the mic. Um, you don't have to fillet it or anything, but you got to get you got to get yeah, fairly close. Fairly close. Yeah, you don't have to like uh, David Hasselhoff with it, you know, <laughs> something like this. Yeah, perfect. Okay. So yeah, just uh, just be mindful of it when you when you know you're gonna say something like like you know you got to be comfortable, of course, but n- when you know that you're about to say something, make sure that you're you're close to it again. So get into it. Yeah, make him wear the headphones. Well, so he can get used to because I think that it'll sound better if he can hear it while he's. That's up to him. Do we have a? I mean, can we eventually do like a an extra jack or or, or a splitter or what? Yeah, they're gonna yeah. find it. That's not it. It's around here somewhere. Ah, there it is. I have a have a splitter into a splitter into a splitter. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be wonderful. Is it okay to turn this a little bit so we can see it? Oh, yeah. Okay. The screen? It's up to you, brother. All right. Make sure it's not fucking with anything. All right. Can you see that? I just lost... Uh, yeah. Oh. You can plug okay. in the uh, the uh, the white ones if you want to, Joe. I'm back. These? Yeah. Into what? Into this. Oh. Let's see if that works. Oh, yeah. You feel that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the oh, show yeah, takes yeah. a surprising turn. <laughs> <laughs> This is where I should have played something extremely loud. Uh, yeah, this is where he hits like a, a Homer Boo thing. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was, can you hear okay, Joe? Yeah, I can hear. It seems like I can. Uh, maybe I'm going deaf in my left ear. Huh? I see. Hold on. All right. Oh, that's not working. Nope. I don't hear in the left at all. So that could mean that uh, maybe it's mono. Is no. that why? It's not doing stereo? No, it should be fine. Huh. Well, fuck it. I don't care. So clearly, cursing is allowed. Yeah, we just try to be mindful of it because uh, if Mike's going to put this on YouTube and stuff, um, 
you know, he has to edit out some. You know, I, I understand where you're going with this. Yeah, just I, <laughs> like oh. try, so. Try to watch uh, end bombs. Oh, absolutely. And Nipples. <laughs> <laughs> like we're all about context, sure. you know. So if we're like it's talking not about you, douchebag. <laughs> so <laughs> if we're using it um, when we're talking about something specifically and it is and it's pertinent to what we're saying, then it makes sense to use it at that time. But if we're using it maliciously, then yeah, of course we're not going to use it. It's going great. Even though Mike sometimes likes to like to. So something. the same rules as in real life are applied. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Pretty much. It, it's. You know, I'd say, but also don't be afraid of, uh, I, I doubt you're, you are, you're probably, yeah, you're, after seeing all your posts over the years, I'm pretty sure you're not reluctant to speak your mind about certain things. But, uh, but at the same time, though, I think I've matured out of some of that oh, context. I like hope. a fine one. Right. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. Well, thank you so much uh, for having me over here, both of you. No problem. I feel like it's been a long time coming. The man, the myth. The legend. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, and it seems like somebody's got a little bit of money invested into this setup. I, yeah, I've somebody. I, I, I I've devoted some cash to this. It looks um, that way. I uh, what the hell have I? Okay, that big giant arcade thing. I paid for that. It was two fifty. Still haven't fucking got into. That. I, yeah, I bought that like five Why? years ago. That's two hundred fifty bucks because we were gonna we were gonna do video games and stuff, and because he's got like ten thousand plus games on his computer. Huh. So. We, I mean, that thing can play almost anything. It's got a trackball. It's got everything on there, right? Mm-hmm. Damn, that damn thing costs as much as some of the arcade one-ups that you actually buy in the whole cabinets you buy in the, at Walmart or wherever. But um, it's solid. It's it's really solidly made like as if it was from the arcade. So I'm pretty sure it could be a little rough and rugged with it. But we just haven't, we barely touched it. I, I think that I maybe personally have put maybe a half hour into it in five years. I'm yeah. going to go ahead and come out right yeah, now and it. say gaming ended for me with the legend of Zelda. <laughs> gaming is weird. I, I just bought my son's, um, a switch and uh, you know, not the good kind that you would take them in the back and beat them with, but the, 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 the you know, the, the, the Mario, right. It, it, but, and I, there's all these games for it. And most of the games just don't, don't seem appealing at all. I, I I, it's weird. Like I, I still feel the nostalgia, but it's, I just don't care as much anymore. And, and when I start playing some of them, like there's a GI Joe one that they have for it. And I bought that cause it was like 30 bucks and most of the games are 60 and it looked kind of cool. So I buy it and it just looks like, looks like a Fortnite version of GI Joe. Mm. And it, it just, I started, I started playing a training round for a few minutes and I, I lost interest like that. I, I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I think it's just maybe it's life prioritizing or something. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I would rather just watch movies. I, I'm the same way. My mm-hmm. son, when he was a couple of years younger, he's 19 now, Cameron, mm-hmm. he came out with his PlayStation 3 and he said, I got this game and it's called Call of Duty and there's zombies and I want you to play with me and you, <laughs> you run around. We're going to be on the same mm-hmm. team and we're going to shoot zombies. Yep. And he says, you're going to love this. And I said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a shot with mm-hmm. you. And what ended up happening is he's so much, he, you know, the, the millennials, you know. Yep. He was so much better at it that he had to come, he had to keep coming over and injecting me with something to bring me back to life. So yeah. within a matter of minutes. He had to keep replenishing you, yeah. Within a matter of minutes, he was like, Dad, you, you suck at this. And he, he like it was like a role reversal thing, and I was like, "Well, I'm I'm not having a good time at all." Well, I mean, look, we're the same age, pretty much. So you know, when we were little kids, we were playing pong. 
right. and the original Atari twenty six hundred. We weren't playing this this stuff that has so much detail to it. Yes, like you can spend hours just customizing your character and the gun, the color of the gun, and what kind of stickers are on, and all this shit, all this filler. And I just I don't give a shit. I just want to fucking play the game. I, I just want to chase the ghosts and have the ghosts chase me back. But my son, like when I he loves the zombies too, and it, it's like. He, every Call of Duty he wants, he wants the Black Ops because Black Ops always comes with zombie missions. So you get him that shit and he, he'll play it forever and he knows all the secrets because he watches all the Markiplier videos and all this stuff. So he knows about all the little Easter eggs and things like that. And it, it's, I mean, it's cool. It's like he loves it like I love movies, but it's it's not as relatable because I just don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. really don't. And I want to, but I don't. Right. And at my, so like for me with Cameron, I'm always like, oh, I want to get invested in whatever it is that he's enjoying. And, you know, I've spent a fortune on helping him get the games. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it, it always ends up being where I'm like, okay, he's going to, and this happens the majority of time in mm -hmm. life when I think I understand somebody. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to suggest this to you, or I'm going to talk to you about this because I know you're going to love it. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I have zero interest in that. And I'm like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I, sometimes when my kid is talking about things, I get ADHD. Yeah. listening to him like my mind starts to wander because he'll go into all this shit about a character from pokemon or something and i i just i oh, okay um with black ops i i remember when black ops 2 came out and all my co-workers were talking about it oh we're gonna get it you know and all of them had xbox i'm, I'm a playstation guy because sega sold out like pussies so um i i went and bought black ops 2 right when it came out and i played online for 24 hours in the span of seven days 24 hours, man. If you break that up into how many hours a day, right? And I built up built up all my prestiges and all that shit. And I got I got decent at it. And I played so much I burned myself out. And I didn't come back and play it for a year. And that's how I am with video games now. If I if I actually find a game that I like, like say Batman, Arkham Asylum, or Arkham City, mm -hmm. and I end up playing them all the way through, I get so burnt out on all the time that I've wasted on that game. And it's a quote unquote wasted, because I mean we all waste time all the time, but it. It, I, I feel like I have now done my life a disservice if I've devoted that much time to a game now. It's it's bad. It's fucking, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll step away for a very long time. And now it seems like there's just specific games that I'll go back to and play periodically. And I, I just, for the most part, I don't even want to try the new games anymore. Yeah. Because they also make the new games now. They make them to be almost like disposable you know, for one thing, they release them, they rush them out so that, that they're not even complete when they come out, right? Because it's this competitive market, so they got to just rush it out. And then they add all this DLC crap that you got to pay extra for, right? So you don't even get the complete games. You could just add, the best thing to do is wait a year, and then the, the classic version, or the, um, you know, the full version comes out as a PlayStation Classic or whatever, and it's like 20, 30 bucks instead. That's the best way to buy it. I yeah, you're basically beta testing. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And, and, and so, it's I just oh man, I I just don't want to devote the time to those anymore. I really don't. I'm not even. I just spent all this money on a fucking switch and all these games and stuff for it, and I don't even. The only game that I'm interested in playing is a remake of Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening was on the Game Boy back in '94. Link's Awakening. It's where he's on an island. All right, and, so we're talking Zelda again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's where he's on an island, and the, the whole thing, you find out the whole time he's in a dream world. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Almost 30 years later. <laughs> but I love that game. And so I'm actually interested in buying the complete redone remake of it. 
because that that movie there that game is so nostalgic for me because yeah. I remember where I was when I played it. I remember what movie I went and saw when I played it. Like I went and saw True Lies at the United Artists Movie Theater on Greenback. It doesn't exist anymore. There's a Sam's Club there now. But I remember that. I remember going to the, the, the restaurant. Oh, I know where you're talking about. It was called the Red Tomato, I think it was. And there was a flaky Jake's hamburger place or something yeah, like back yeah. in the day. Right. Fucking A. Yeah. And, you know, and there was a movie, yeah, that movie theater in the back. back. It was yeah. weird. You had I to was, like a drive store there too. You yeah. had to drive back there to, to even know about it. Yeah, that's where <laughs> I saw Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. They, and there was a there was a Wrangler jeans place there. Yeah, or Levi's. Wasn't it Levi's? It was Wrangler or Levi's or something. There was like an outlet there. Yeah. It was in a little side strip mall and never went there. But it, it's, um yeah, I, I miss, that. that's the biggest thing I miss about movie theaters is there's nothing special about them anymore. Well, they had Egghead software in that same I complex. I too. Then the best part about that whole thing is like you go to Flaky Jake's, you know, you do like a weekend thing or whatever, go hang out and mm-hmm. go to comics and comics and this and that. And then you go into that strip mall where you have, oh, I don't know, you know, whatever it is, the the software place, the toys, and and you just kind of make that as part of your round trip. That was the best part of it. And I remember it being Levi's. Though. It could have been Wrangler's. It, it was something. It was some specific kind of jean company. I just can't remember. Was it Claim Jumper there too, or some shit like that? No, the only Claim Jumper I can recall was in Roseville or Long. No, yes, Long John Silver's, but that was down the street. You know, the ingenious part of that strip mall is that place was designed to lock you in. As soon as you took a ride into that parking lot, you were locked in. You had to drive through that whole place and yeah. look at everything to get back out of the place. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's always been like that too. Now there's a Sam's Club there, so. I know I, that's where I get my gash usually because I have a Sam's Club membership. So I, that's where you get your gash? My gash, yeah. You know, there's a I couple was, of stand Wait, they have that, that there now? down on Auburn Boulevard. <laughs> I live in Northern <laughs> Islands. They, they literally, like, they're seasonal. The whores there are seasonal. You live in North Islands. You just opened Which up season? a whole new topic for me. Um, <laughs> if it's warm enough for their nipples not to <laughs> cut through their goddamn shirts, they will come out there. And they will stand almost practically in front of my apartments. Nice. It's a nice. meat market, uh, especially when it's warmer. Where are you at in Highlands? <laughs> Do you tip them? I live near Watton, Madison. Okay, because uh, my mom kicked me out of Forest Hill when I was 14 for bad behavior. Mm-hmm. I had to go live with my dad in Antelope. Or an- Antelope. It was, for me, it was Antelope. Antelope, <laughs> which is the new North Highlands. And uh, I went to Center High School Antelope for about is weird. 15 minutes. Antelope is weird. Like, it still has nice houses there but it's not like what it was pumped up to be back when it was when they were building all the new houses there right. 20 years ago right because at first it looked like oh this is this is the you know this is putting roseville out of making roseville look bad and then i don't know when it made a turn i think it's because it's just because it's so close to north highlands that there's just that bleed over yeah and so again tell me what, where, where do you live what are the cross streets? uh i live the the major main streets i live by are watt and madison Oh, okay. so Roseville Road, we're, we're, the Golden Corral, yeah. Jack in the Box. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, it's right by where the Regency movie theater used to be, the Porno Theater. It used to be called the Black Cat, and then it got changed to the Regency. I then it got finally. Know what you're talking about. Then it yeah. finally got torn down, and they put a Golden Corral there. Right. So you know where McDonald's is across the street. Yep, McDonald's. I, used to, I, I was doing like. Uh, when REO foreclosures were big, okay. I went kind of back. I crossed back out of construction, kind of back into the uh, 
kind of an office job mm-hmm. thing, which it didn't work out because I was so fucked up. But I was in that kind of like, there's like, you drive down that road, which will take you to Roseville Road, and there's a place on the right, and it's like, it's the roll-up doors, but it's also, you know, it could be considered an office park and yeah. back in there. So plenty of trips through that McDonald's mm-hmm. drive through and plenty of trips across the street to 7-Eleven for coffee and Snickers yeah. bars. I can walk to that, that McDonald's in about two to three minutes from where I live. I fell asleep in the drive through there once. <laughs> Back in the old... Apparently that's pretty popular in the nowadays. In the hood mood days. They're like, sir, you can pull forward. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. I don't... I don't... <laughs> uh-huh. I suppose I could. I've learned, especially being doing lift driving and stuff, I've learned that you get what you pay for in whatever area you're in. And so if you're in a ghetto area... You're gonna get ghetto service, right? And so, like, I remember they built a Del Taco across the street. There used Wait, to be that's a, my favorite. There used to be a Caro's there. They tore the Caro's down, <laughs> yeah, and they built a Del Taco. And I remember I was so excited because I was a foodie at the time, and I was still eating that crap. And I does everybody? I was, been, do you really stop not being a foodie? Well, it's still this there. Is not, I'm not picking on you. No, 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 it's fine. Well, no, because it's still there. I mean, you know, it's just does I have any, control I meant to say, does anybody stop really being a foodie? Yeah, I just, I, I, I'm just aware of my faults and I, I just don't, I don't step over that line anymore. Yeah. But it's, it's still there. I mean, dude, I still have constant thoughts of fucking grabbing a pastry and putting a whole can of whipped cream on there and fucking <laughs> shoving it down my throat. I, I do it all the time. Sucking all the raspberry jam out of a goddamn donut and then leaving the husk. <laughs> I would eat that too. <laughs> I can't. I can't get off the Del the Del Taco thing. So and, yeah, and so like I mean, there's there's little. I have little. Uh, is it is caveat is the right word? I don't know. Yeah. I have little loopholes kind of thing where, you know, if I'm gonna have fast food, I'll have. I might go to like uh, Edoberto's to get like uh, chicken taquitos exceptions or, or a burrito, a uh, chicken burrito. You know, um, or um, if I go to Taco Bell, I'll get. Um, I might get some chicken nachos. You know, they have um, that, huh? Well, I, I I don't eat beef and pork. I haven't since '95, so that I, was um, like a Mars Attacks line. I stopped eating pork. <laughs> <laughs> no more pork. Wait, wait a minute. You stopped eating pork? <laughs> <laughs> Are you Jewish? The, yeah. the Richard Pryor thing. How's they eat that fucking pork? <laughs> so, I yeah I um I just with the with the fast food and the quality. The problem I have is that even though the Del Taco is right there across the street, and I was taking advantage of it when they first opened. A couple years ago, but then they have ghetto people working there. Yeah. And so the quality started going down and COVID made it even worse because the quality of everything in fast food has gone down. They don't even cook things all the way through anymore. Like fucking the flour tortillas, they're not even like warming, steaming them anymore. They're like, they're just pulling the fuckers right out of the fridge and throwing your food on it and and throwing it in a wrapper. Like here, get the fuck out of here. You could do it yourself. And I wonder if that's, okay, so you brought that up. My buddy who I used to work with at Mm -hmm. Walmart, he... He he just had about a food poisoning because Walmart introduced a new food product. <laughs> product. <laughs> I'm just using those quotes yeah. right there for for whatever it was chicken. <laughs> it's like Velveeta's and cheese product. And he got product. sick <laughs> and he he had food poisoning. He mm. stayed at work and just was sick at work all throughout a shift. Yeah. Like I would have went fucking home. Right. That yeah. company gave me fucking food You know, poisoning. the older I get, the more my views change on things. You know, like, oh, you got that loyalty to your job and all that shit. And it's loyalty. like, wait a minute. That job is not loyal to you. They don't give a fuck about you, especially if you're at Walmart. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think it depends on 
I think it depends on the people you work with. It can be that too. It, you know, it, it's. I mean, you're you're only loyal to a certain extent because, like, I am not loyal to my company. Yeah. But I'm loyal to the store that I work at because of the people. Yeah. So I remember at the end, at the end of my disenfranchised. Time, yeah, exactly. <laughs> at the end of my my run, and when I was working at a Nissan store, I Fuck that I company. I remember there was when I would take you know hour and ten minute lunch breaks or oh I'm watching a ninety minute movie on Netflix I'm in my car I'll finish the movie before I come back you know and then I'll go take a forty five minute dump in the bathroom after I come back right <laughs> so I and you know you, what you and a few others <laughs> and you know what I look I, I had coworkers that were noticing it and I you know I'm sorry that I left them hanging you know with uh, doing extra work but. I mean, there, before the, the I, motivation is no longer there. But before I gave up, before I quit on myself at that place, I was doing like extra shit for everybody. You know, I was doing the extra stuff. So it is what it is. Did you get employee of the month? Uh, at Mazda, I did. Oh, okay. I thought you got employee yeah. of the month. I got employee yeah. of the quarter, by the way. <laughs> that covers three months, motherfucker. Nice. Wow. <laughs> That's quarterly. Yeah. How, how very so, nice of Thank them. you, Bill Silva, for that one. Yeah, but, he, he, he hooked that one up. No, but I mean, I thought you got... I thought for sure that you got employee of the month at Nissan. No. And then got fired because that was the whole deal. It was like everybody that got employee of the month uh, soon thereafter. It was kind of like the no Oscar curse, working. right? Yeah. It, it was like the Oscar curse. Like if you notice like or they quit. when a certain actor gets an Oscar and right immediately afterwards they, they, they get a superhero role and it's a shitty superhero role. And then they and cage then, out. And then they're, yeah, and then they cage out except Cage keeps going, man. He keeps on coming. But, but most like Halle Berry. After she won the Oscar for Monsters Ball, she did Catwoman, and her career has never come back since. She deserved that Oscar for Monsters. She Ball, did because she took it like a champ when yeah, Billy Bob did. had her. Man, yeah. <laughs> so I actually threw that on the other day, like by myself. He made her work. feel good. I was like, no one's around. I got like an hour and a half. I know where the buttons are. I'm gonna because uh, like the, the first time I watched chica, chica. it, chica, it was chica, like chica. almost like in a family environment, and I was like, um, why should I have to be in the here? Most, so leave the room. The, the, <laughs> most, the most jarring part about that movie is when Heath Ledger kills himself at the beginning of the movie. It's jarring. Wait, what? Heath Ledger plays Billy Bob Thornton's son in the movie. They're both working as, um, at the correctional facility. Oh, is that irony? <sighs> so I must have fast-forwarded right through that part. Wow. Well, okay, so at the beginning of the movie, um, P. Diddy's in the movie as well. He plays Halle Berry's also husband. Missed. Yeah. He's Halle Berry's husband, and he's on death row. Yeah. And Billy Bob Thornton, he runs the death row wing, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And his son, played by Heath Ledger. The death row wing. And their like father, their father is played by Peter Boyle. And it's, so it's showing all these generations of racism and right. and this shitty living and everything, right? And and what happens is, um, it, it's just a sad fucking movie, dude. It really is. But um, it gets to a point where you know Billy Bob Thornton is so shit sad about his life and stuff that he takes it out on Heath Ledger and his son, and his son just sitting in front of him just shoots himself in the heart. You know, says, "Well, I always loved you, Dad," and then kills himself in front of him. And it's a fucked up scene. You know, they they, they had a lot of movies like that in the early two thousands. Okay, like, so you just touched on a topic. What is the most tragic thing you've watched? Where at the end you're like, "Why did I even watch this? This is this is, it just anything, went from bad to worse." Anything written by Damon Lindelof? Okay, I can tell you, I can tell you off the top of my head. Yeah. The ballsiest thing I've ever seen that's also traumatic movie-wise and that the problem is is that even though I respected the decision-making with it, I never want to see the movie ever again because of it. Yeah, it fucked you up. The Mist. 
with oh, Thomas really? Jane. Hmm. The ending where he thinks that they're going to die. Right. And so he kills his child and everyone else in the car and right. he has no more bullets for himself. And then he gets out of the car and fucking there's the whole military right. taking out all the aliens or all the monsters. And it's just this most head smack moment. Yeah. And it was so ballsy. I almost clapped in the theater. Like Did you I, read I was, the book. No, I haven't. Richard Bachman, you know who that is. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the yeah, <laughs> the pseudonym or whatever you call it. I'll agree with you though. That one's a downer. So it, yeah, it just that that fucking ending, man. It was the the ballsiest ending because that's not a Hollywood thing. That Hollywood would be like, oh no, no, he saves them all at the end. It's okay. No, no, it, it, the the fact they ended it like that, it was shocking to me. Who did the mist? Uh, oh, it was Darabont. I was going to say, Darabont. It was Darabont. It was his third Stephen King collaboration. I was going to say, how adaptation. much money do you think went into that? <clears throat> I don't know. Was that an uh, A or a A minus or a B if as I, far as production quality? Or? Oh, production quality. It was a it, it was a, a B plus to a to an A minus. I'll agree with you. You know, because some of the visual effects um, were you know a little too CG ish, yeah. but it was forgivable because there was also the fog over everything the mist right. over everything right so it helped because most of the monsters you couldn't even see you only see pieces of them which worked it, but it's been so long since i've watched the mist that i just that ending man okay, <laughs> it's so, so off who's the actor in that who's the main guy thomas jane okay he played on. the punisher in the 2004 okay, so movie so i'm gonna get to my worst one he was also in um, yeah he was on that show i gotta, I I gotta look it up it, this is a coincidence mm-hmm Keep going and I'll, I'll find this. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the one where I, at the end, was like, I don't, I can't believe I got through this. And it's like, I want to kill myself now. Oh, I mean, it's. And it's the same guy. Well, you mean just a shitty movie? A movie where, like, you start out and you're like, okay. And by the end of it, you're like, you're like, actually have gone into a minor depression. Um, I've had movies. I remember. Episode eight? We did a movie. <laughs> <laughs> We we did a movie. Uh, we went and saw the Mark Wahlberg one. It was called Mile Twelve or Mile Twenty Two or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the most passive aggressive movie I've ever seen in my life. The whole entire film, Mark Wahlberg is yelling at everyone. The whole fucking film, and I, I keep waiting for anyone else that he's yelling at to smack him in the face and tell him to shut the fuck up. And it never happens. But every time he yells at someone, I feel like he's yelling at me. Now, is that good storytelling or what? I don't know. Good acting? I, I, but it it bugged the shit out of me. And I never want to see that movie ever again either. Because it's like, I can't... Who would take him seriously if he's yelling at everyone, treating them like shit? I don't even think they have it on any replays. I don't see it on HBO. It's on Netflix or something. I can't remember, but it's... I found it. I Melt With You 2011. Is, oh, Thomas you're married. Jane. You see chick flicks. No, I, I picked this myself. I quit watching chick flicks when I was married. Uh, so um, you know the movie. I, I don't recall that movie at all. I melt with you. I melt with I, you. I Thomas melt, Jane. I melt on you. <laughs> no, I, okay. So it's look. a sequel to Hung? No, this is a dark movie. This is a dark movie. Mm. I melt with you is a 2011 American art house he drama. in your mouth, not in your hand. Drama filler directed by Mark Pellington. Anyone? That seems... I think I've seen that name on something I've seen. Okay, so before you completely lose interest... But I've never seen that movie. This is not a chick flick. Okay. Let me tell you who else is in this. Rob Lowe. Jeremy Piven. Okay. He's had some problems lately. Yeah. Christian McKay. Mark Pellington looks like... Uh, what's his name? Oh, my God. He looks like he ate someone. Yeah. All right, chop this up with me. Wait. Wow. He did uh, Jerry Maguire and the Mothman. Probably. He might be Victor Salva's uh, cousin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, 
Oh, Pellington did. Did he do those movies? Yeah, he was. Uh, did he do Mothman? Yeah. Holy shit. Arlington Road, which was a, a just a redo of Blown Away almost. Um, it had that shocking ending. Just a movie that didn't, like the ending's shocking, but it's also, the movie doesn't, isn't good enough to go along with that shocking ending. So when you get to the shocking ending, it's just like, okay. <laughs> it's almost like, a, I mean, it's like, it's like the, the whole time you're watching, you can see that, that Bridges. Yeah. The whole time you're watching, you, you can you can tell that that Bridges is being set up as a patsy, and yet the audience knows it, but he doesn't fucking know it. And you're just sitting there, like, okay, it's gonna it's gonna happen, isn't it? Okay, he's the all right. Yeah, he is the patsy. Okay. So you know, a movie got panned when you go to Wikipedia, and they're like, "This is what they'll offer you on I Melt with You." Plot cast, not how much, not well, what happened, yeah, and not who also, gives a fuck. It's, and, it's whoever also because Wikipedia is a fan thing. Like, I, any of us can actually make create an account and go on there and right. add whatever we want, and then other people can come and dispute it. But um, it's uh, but yeah, no one has given a fuck enough about that film. Not even the people who made it to put the information on there. Right. Which is funny because you think if you made the film. That you would have something, a publicist or someone that would go in there and try to do something to pimp up the the IMDb and Wikipedia on that okay, shit. Okay, tell me if I'm fucking up. If I want to know about a film, mm-hmm. I'm jumping over to Wikipedia for some reason. Oh, Where w- are you going? Wikipedia. You going to IM, no, IMD? No, I always do yeah. Wikipedia first, but then I also go to IMDb because IMDb does things that Wikipedia doesn't do. Yeah. And so I can find extra trivia tidbits sometimes right. in, in, in IMDb. And also it has um, fan reviews in there. So I, I like reading over fan reviews because sometimes I like hearing different perspectives because sometimes, and I'll read this after I see the movie. I never do it beforehand because I don't want to change my view on how, when I'm watching it or expecting something to happen. But afterwards I will read reviews because sometimes there might've been something I wasn't thinking about. And then someone points it out. I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. And it happens all the time. So I, I like to, I like to check that shit out, especially when I'm watching something, you know, when I'm getting near the end. God, like you, and that, you and that fucking Bruce Valanche picture. I swear to God. Joe hates Bruce Valanche. I think Bruce Valanche is the, he, every time I see him, I lose like a, a centimeter off my cock. It's <laughs> bad. Mark Covington looks like an ugly, a uh, fatter version of Dan Schneider. In I, some cases. Yeah. He's, no. Sometimes he's skinny. Sometimes he looks fat. like he's fat skinny. He looks like preferences. he looks like he ate Patrick Warburton. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Dan Schneider and Patrick Warburton had a baby. Hey, hey, hey Peter. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hey. Now I want to know who the tatted girl is. So. <laughs> Hello. Girl. She looks familiar. Like almost looks like Katie Holmes, but it's not. I've seen her in something. I just don't know what it is. The girl with the dragon tattoo? No, she's. I've seen her in something. She, something where she's wearing clothes and less less inky. Blind spot, Jean. G- Alexander. Oh, that's um Lady Sif, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Lady Sif from uh, the Thor Thor. Well, the first Thor, and then I think she might have been in the second Thor, and then she just disappeared. So I guess uh, Mila Kunis. Did I get it right? <laughs> yeah. She's uh, and she's only like. 31 or something because she was only like 14 when she when like, she started um, 70 show i yeah. pulled out my calculator so yeah. i'm sitting on the toilet this morning as i always am and i'm looking at google and they're saying like she's doing a really good heroin addict in some something coming out just yeah. so you know this is me just throwing my my knowledge if you're not aware of it you spend too much time on the toilet you'll get hemorrhoids it wasn't that much time <laughs> i don't play with my phone on the toilet anymore i don't because i don't want to sit there too, too long. Worry, i'm gonna drop it in the toilet <laughs> I did that once. Not this phone. Not this phone. Everybody, every, <laughs> but everyone's dropped it. Did you it. just wipe it on her? Yeah. Nice. Everyone at this point is 
dropped a, a phone in the toilet. But yeah, I remember I have, and I it was before I flushed. It was before I flushed because you have to look and see what happened to you, right? Yeah, hopefully that we was the number one. Like, yeah, like, I always hold my phone away yeah. if I have it. In case, if I do drop it, yeah. it's going to fall onto the floor. Yeah. No, it's going to go in the sink. One time I just, re- I think I reached for it too fast out of the windowsill and it slipped out of my hand and fell right into the toilet and I hadn't flushed yet. And so it just went goosh, right? And just all the nastiness. Because you got to look at what you came out of you, right? You want to yeah. make sure that you didn't have like a, a twin brother that finally came out. Right, or, right. Or, or, you know. Like if there's a tooth a and a tum- fingernail. Yeah, or, yeah or tuma, <laughs> right? So it's, you got to, you got to check. Winks at you. Oh, yeah. Like, so, how's it going? So I went through this thing with my wife. She's like, you're not allowed to have your phone in your pocket at work anymore because I mm-hmm. kept fucking phones up, right? Yeah. She's like, these are really expensive. I don't know if you give a shit because you just. Yeah. You don't pay any of the bills. You have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. So from now on, you're not going to have your phone on you at work. Like mm-hmm. you're going to set it down somewhere safe. I don't care where. Yeah. But you're not going to drop any more phones in the water. You're not going to run over any phones in the driveway, all this stuff. So I go, mm-hmm. I, this is, uh, I had to go down and get this phone. And I got fucking closed on this. This is the, and I know it's old now, but this is the Galaxy S10 or something. This is an S8 Plus. I've had this for like fucking almost, what, three and a half years now? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I had before this, but I went down there with Cameron a couple of years ago and he's like, this is going to cost you a $1,000. And I was like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. And it was (laughs) $1,000. But I got down there and because of some of the shit that went on, um, maybe I'm getting this wrong. I said, is this waterproof? And he was like, yeah. It's water resistant. Water resistant. But there was another time when <laughs> I bought... Yeah, there was there another is, time. There is. This other time I bought a phone before that because I'd fuck my phone up again. And I said, is this water anything? Like, what happened? Like, is this water resistant? And the guy was like, not at all. <laughs> and I was like... Yeah, like, if, you, if you're someone who, like, exercises profusely... Not, and sweats no, like crazy. That's not a problem. Then you got to worry about like the sweat getting into it. But I tell you what, uh, this OtterBox has saved this phone so many times when it's fallen. Yeah. That I mean, I love it. I mean, I got a chunk of it broken off on the side here. Right. But the phone is still great. It's these OtterBoxes are worth their money. Yeah. And I bought it when it was on a discount, so I only paid fifteen bucks for it instead of like forty-five, which they normally cost, right? And but yeah, it's you know what I. I don't have a problem paying $1,000 for a phone if the phone can last for years. Right. Because I'm having a problem with your phone where it's starting to turn the screen pink. The pink. Yeah, I've got the pink out. So the pink out is fucking weird. Here, I'll show you. Let me get you a white screen. So I'll go to Googly. All right. You can, you can see it when you're on Google. See how there's this... You see the pink line? I see that there's like yeah. a, like a light mascara or a light yeah, washing. Yeah, his yeah. is way... His, his S8 was way worse. His is like you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. His his is the indicator. <laughs> I have a new one. See, I I'm so vain. I, I keep saying that, but uh, the screen cracked. Yeah. It costs less to go and get a new phone. Yeah. Because yeah. I had the the uh, you know what is it the, the two year thing after two years you get a new phone planned obsolescence. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We're not going to update that ever again. <laughs> I will, yeah. Until oh, well, good luck. luck. Until yeah. until lift. It's starting to it's start. It'll it's starting to switch. So now it's going from left to right or right. To oh right. man, yes, yeah. and uh, yeah. And up and down. And it only happens with the S 8s right? Uh, as far as I know, yeah. Yeah. So I've had a three, a five, and then eight. 
on galaxies. So I try to do every three or four years. You know, my my only thing is I only want to update when Lyft says, "Oh, well, your phone can't handle our shit anymore, so right. now you need to upgrade." It's like Windows XP or yeah. Something. Otherwise, yeah. I, I you know what? Because I got rid of games off of this. I I, I used to have like Bejeweled and um, Angry Birds and uh, Candy Crush, and I noticed I was spending so much time playing them that I was I was. Like I would find, like you know, like when you find an excuse to go have a cigarette or something. Right. I was finding an excuse to go play another round of fucking, you know, of of Candy Crush. Right. Oh, I gotta beat this one. I gotta get three stars or whatever. Right. Fuck it. I don't even remember what it is anymore. But right. finally, I got to this point a few years ago. Where I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. But now, now that I don't play games on it anymore, it's like all I do is just look up information and uh, use it as my exercise counter. Same. And porn, porn pictures. And oh well, yeah. No, yeah. nobody does that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Nobody does. Who looks at porn? That's crazy. That's right. No, I'm the porn same way. Have an app. <laughs> no, it's the same. It's the same four things every morning. It's the weather. I go to Google because it's somehow refined everything down to like, it's like Motley Crue is doing this and they just did this at CERN Institute mm-hmm. and um, everybody knows there's aliens. And I'm like, okay, good. Or Eddie Van Halen died. And I'm like, of course he did. So that's because, you know. <laughs> he made Go- it to 65? You know, like Google's like, <laughs> we we know what you're looking for. Power tools are on sale at Home Depot right now in the Milwaukee brand, you know. And then it's the weather and then it's Wikipedia. Oh, and then who's not addicted to fucking Facebook? Uh, I mean, my, my views on Facebook have changed. I, I, sometimes I'm kind of slow to the party with certain things. And sometimes I just have to learn through my own experience with it. And what I, what I caught myself doing a few years ago, I think like three or four years ago or so on Facebook was I was relying too much on people's attention, like people liking my stuff, sharing my stuff. And it was like, it was validating me. Mm-hmm. I needed them their validation. And it's like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. These people have their own lives. And all this shit here is it's just a it's a facade. Mm-hmm. You know, just like how people post how they have their perfect marriages and relationships and their fucking perfect meals and their vacations. This is always to show the good or it's your political podium. You know, it's not real life to the you know, to the extent. You know, so I quit taking credence off of what is happening on here and realizing right. I have to just go live my own life and shit. Some of I muted out some of my stuff. Great. <laughs> I had myself on mute when I was talking. No, you did. I'm a dick. You dumb bastard. I'm going to go along with you, but at the same time, I'm going to say that for so many people, it is real life. Like, well, yeah. like you're saying, they can't wait to fucking get on there. It's again. a fantasy. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's absolute and fantasy. It, and it's, it's, I think, you know, it's technology, right? Mm-hmm. It's social media. And it, what's so exciting about it is like, you know, like a couple hundred years ago, you had to get your horse and wagon right over and you had to do it for real, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of pays back into the millennial thing. It's like kids now are like, like uh, the, I work with this kid. He's like, I'm talking to this girl online. <laughs> I'm like, cool. He's like, yeah, we talk every day. I'm like, that's awesome. Are you going to like... Uh, you guys going to get together, like, physically? And I don't mean, like, sex. Like, are you going to meet and yeah. do whatever the fuck you guys do? I, like, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> Social anxiety. She's my online girlfriend. Yeah, she's my online it's, She's a digital girlfriend. Yeah. That's what it is. I feel safe this way. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. So things are changing. Well, that, that's some happened people. a lot in uh, Japan, where you have these kids that are obsessed with video games and whatnot, and they don't care about socializing other than through technology. Mm-hmm. They don't want to have kids. They don't want to get married. It's causing a big problem in Japan. 
And I foresee that happening here and in other countries as well, because as a society growing up like we did, we went outside, we knew what to do and this and that. We can literally just drop our phones if we need to and just go out and enjoy the day. How is it that I had no problem drinking out of the water hose? Because the rule with the water hose is you turn it on, you let it run for about five seconds or or so to make sure that whatever's crawled in there has now been flushed out. Right. Yeah. Right. Then you drink from it. Well, you got to let the, you, you got to let the warm water come yeah, out before right? the cold water. Right. And then, but now I, I don't want my kids touching that shit. <laughs> like, Right. Yeah. I'm convinced that I can't drink the water out of my sink. I, well, I, and I do. If, if, if it's like an emergency, you know. I, you, I used to fill up water bottles, big gallon, you know, like three gallon bottles. I'd go to Walmart and fill up at the, at the machine. Hopefully no one's wiping their boogers on them or something, you know. I, it's a risk, right? Yeah. But I, I, I would get the quote unquote filtered water from there because it tastes better than the tap. Especially where you, the shittier area you live in, the worse the water tastes. Like his water here up in Auburn. If you want to blank that out, I don't know. But his tap water tastes fucking almost as good as bottled water. It right. tastes great. Right. It's like, it's like the champagne of water. Yeah. Right. right? So right. it's Miller time, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but mine tastes horrible. I mean, it's not as bad as other ones. I've. My grandma lived in Missouri. She said that it was right by a sulfur mine. So it always tasted like sulfur. And they got so used to it that when they had water from somewhere else, they were like, what? What's wrong with this water? Exactly. Right? Which means they probably never got sick. Yeah. Why is this water yellow? <laughs> yeah, and they probably have the worst thoughts, right? So, oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, I, so I was filling up my water bottles. We, you know, I, I would fill up about I do about twelve gallons at a time, and then we would use that for a couple a week or two, and then that would be it. But now, because of COVID, they shut. You know, like how they got rid of all the the serve yourself spice bins and bean bins and all that stuff in the stores, and also the water. And they did that for so long because, you know, oh, things you're going to cook. Well, it still might pass COVID too, you know, people. You know, it's just the paranoid thinking, the panic thinking right. of everything, right? Just no, don't touch nothing, right? Yeah. And Don't play outside. So I got, I got so you, yeah, I got so used to not going and getting water anymore, but I still need water. But I'm not buying it. I'm not paying a fucking dollar a gallon for crystal geyser or whatever the fuck else, right? Ugh. Which so is I, actually one of the ones that tested poorly. Yeah, so I just started drinking out of my tap. Mm. I, I just, I, I don't, I, I, fuck it. I just, I make tea at home with no, you know. You I just, just go get a filter for your tap. I had one, I had a Brita and the, the goddamn thing is so cheap. It, 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 so it just, it works for a little while then all of a sudden it starts. No, no, just go, and, go pay the money to get a good, I mean, Brita makes better ones than that. It should be called but, Brittle. Yeah, Brittle. The Brittle water filter. Fuck. But, more Brita. You know, we, we've got, you've got filters on refrigerators now. And yeah. You can just go get a filter for your for your tap. A lot of people do that, like, or uh, have the if they water, have heavy the iron in the water, yeah. they'll put filters, like, you had, to, like, the house that we used to live in over here off of one of the, the side streets. Yeah. <clears throat> it was uh, so heavy with iron content, you had to put the uh, you had to put filters on the shower heads, yeah. or else your hair just wouldn't come out right. Like, oh, because you had the, right. the hard water. I've heard yeah, of, like I've heard Las of Vegas hair. I've heard of hard yeah. water, but I, I've never experienced Cousin it. Eddie hair. Like I heard that sometimes it could actually you can feel it hitting you, and it, it hurts to hit you coming out of the spout if it's yeah. if it's thick enough, right? So here's where I get thrown off the show when I went to get the panda. Mm-hmm. They're still doing the six feet apart thing, and okay. I was like. So in Asia, is it four inches apart? <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> nice. 
I, I was going to wreck that joke. I just had joke, to throw that out there. I was going to wreck that joke by saying what I thought it was, and I decided I'm not going to do that. Let everybody else figure it out. I, Fucking you, crazy times, man. It is. I, you know, it, do you find it odd that someone is using, or not someone, it's a whole group of people that are using something that doesn't seem to be directed intentionally at Asian people as Asian hate crime, and now it's now it's brought to light Asian hate crime. Was well, it, was it planned? Like, like the the shooter you're talking about? Yeah, the, the the guy in Florida, right? It was two white people and six Asian people, right? Right, right. And and I guess a, qu- a quarter ain't bad. Well, <laughs> right? well so, what, what's? I guess what, that's expendable. Yeah, what, what, that's what, collateral damage. What's so stupid about that is mm-hmm. he went to a massage parlor. Yeah, three different massage parlors. Okay, three different massage. Yeah, parlors. and shot people. Yeah, and. Who primarily runs massage parlors? Yeah, it's like we. Uh, how many white people do you know? How many black people do you know run massage? I parlors? have never seen a Soul Glow massage parlor in my life. Neither have I. And unless they're called spas, yeah, they, you know, it's it's ninety. I'm gonna say ninety nine percent of all massage parlors, as they're called, yeah, are run by Asians. No the guy comment. said, just that, like the laundry. The guy man. said, I, I mean, and the guy even said when he was, <laughs> I know nothing. I mean, I think what also fueled the fire was the idiot sheriff who said, well, he just had a bad day. <laughs> it was like the no, no, that was that was the other guy, <laughs> but it. The, the 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 guy even said after he was interviewed the you know the the assailant he said he was just sexually frustrated and he took it out on these places right he, look he's a piece of shit and he deserves to go to prison of course but right there he even said it he said he wasn't it wasn't but directed at Asian people it just but the news went on to talk about yeah. the kid and he's white and this and that so the shooter in Colorado yeah. The news immediately jumped on and said he's a white guy and this and that and the other thing. So his name came out. And then they're like, oh, and I saw this as a tweet from somebody, and I can't remember who it was, yeah. that said, you know, white guy fucking Boulder, Colorado, killing people. How 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 obvious, right? He probably was wearing a MAGA hat, right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, is this no, the guy that's in his exa- underwear? That's exactly right. Yeah. Didn't walk to the car in his underwear? Uh, he didn't have his shirt on. Yeah, but shirt, yeah. Okay. Um, it may be right. <laughs> I only saw him from you yeah. know the fur line up. So the the next tweet from this person that basically said the MAGA thing, which was, well, we don't want to give out any information on who he is. Well, wait a second. It's okay for you to do that with white people attacking blah, blah, blah. You give their entire fucking history. Yeah. But as soon as somebody else who, this is a guy that was born in Syria, and he's Syrian. Mm-hmm. They, they say he was born here in America, but uh, I think it's more along the lines of that he was, he was born in Syria. His parents are very, you know, Muslim. Yeah. And he, I don't know what his motives are, but he shot up a fucking shopping center. Killed 10 people, yeah. Yeah. So he's who, a terrorist. So who or why at the top is like, well, we can't we can't let this out because of why. Because they're being politically correct about it. It's okay for us to to hate on white people, but every other race don't don't hate on them because that's that's racist. So stay on the agenda. Right. Yeah, and I think like, they also probably use the excuse like they don't want to <laughs> spur any more anti-Muslim hate. Well, just like uh, don't use yellow squares because that's misrepresentative of, you know, misrepresentation of 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 uh, Asian people. But it's okay to use a black square. That's fucking racist. 
No, they're protecting us from ourselves. God damn, I'm just so sick of right? this fucking race, like, this you, hypocrisy. You can't actually think for yourself, so let us tell you what you should yeah. think. Yeah. Fucking garbage. It is... Uh, I know, look, I always try to get out of my own head and try to... <laughs> Try to look at it from the perspective of, of the bullshit as well, just to see where they're coming from. And most of the time, it's I just see it as this... I don't want to use the word trendy, but it's... Uh, Nonsense? It's it's an agenda thing instead of actually right or wrong, you know? And it's... Right. It gets to the point where I don't even want to... I don't even want to read people's opinions anymore because it's always based on... You know, there's never any context anymore. It's always about an assumption. And if it if race comes into it in any way whatsoever, then it has to be coming from a certain direction. Otherwise, it's not valid. And it's like I oh God. Yeah, you can't you can't be neutral in anything that you say yeah. anymore, yeah. regardless of yeah. race or anything else like that, because you always it's always skewed towards a perspective yeah. when in reality you're probably trying just to be neutral. Like I saw a black guy just walking down the street the yeah. other day yeah. and he helped somebody like, Oh, um, the, uh, one of the dudes from the Patriots, I can't remember his name, Justin something or other. Mm -hmm. He stopped a sexual harassment rape thing in Arizona yeah. this past couple of days. And he's being lauded for it. Now, did I use color in that? No. Did you assume that I was going to use color in that? Mm, no. Right. Right. So when I read the story, it was this person from the Patriots did this to help this person. Okay. There was no color. There was no bias. There was no anything else like that. There was no agenda towards it. Mm -hmm. If, if, if the government, if, if the, the regular press got a hold, cause this is on NFL, yeah. if the regular press got a hold of this and I'm surprised the NFL didn't do this. They would have said the new England Patriots defensive lineman or offensive lineman, whoever he is, Justin, a black man <laughs> stopped a, another let's just say he's white stopped a white man you know and beat him up because he was having an argument with his girlfriend that mm. would change the whole story right yeah whereas he's but that's not what happened and that's what i liked about this actual story is that and then they showed a picture of him I'm like well you know that's a big motherfucker <laughs> like if that guy came trundling up to me and you know he, like, could, he could save me any day yeah so in your carry me away in your arms, Mister. In your wildest wet dreams, who? It, so you flip the TV on in the morning, right? Who would be giving you the news if it could be anyone? Nobody. Clint Eastwood. I got rid of cable. Clint so, Eastwood. Um, Clint Eastwood's giving me my news. <laughs> that is a good one. Um, I gotta ask you one question. <laughs> Why are you watching the fucking news? Exactly, right? <laughs> Charles Grodin. Charles I used Grodin. to think it was Patton Oswalt, but he has gone like so him. far to the left now that I... He's gone? He's always been that way. No, no, it just seems more blatant now that I read his tweets and shit. It just... It, it seemed like everything has to be like... It, he went from left to liberal. Bill like, Burr. Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> I'd I go with Burr, yeah. Burr's a... Uh, yeah. I, actually, I, I would have a triumvirate. It would be it would be more than that. There would be four people. It would be Bill Burr, Jim Norton, Anthony Cumia, and Ron Bennington. If you've ever heard of those guys, yeah. they're on... It I, used to be Ron and Fez. And, I also like Jim Jeffries. He's fucking hilarious. Jim Jeffries is pretty good. He is. It, it, I would have added a fifth one on there, Patrice O'Neill, but Patrice died. He He's died. a comedian. He's fucking amazing. He ate too much pork. Yeah. <laughs> Who does the weather? Mickey Rourke. <laughs> God. If he shows up. <laughs> Ollie. Ollie Blackman. 
with the weather. <laughs> it's, it's cold. It's going to rain. <laughs> it's damn cold. <laughs> Two blocks down. Stewie Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my hand. The, the weather's weird beautiful. today, Brian. <laughs> cool. So, it's cool whip out there. So, like, cool when whip. I... When I talk about like the perspective thing, right? Like I try to give someone the benefit of the doubt for a minute just to see where they're coming from. So when like when I I, I was on Facebook the other day and I made a comment about this article from uh, Comic Book uh, Reporting CBR CBR yeah. is you know. So this guy who works for a comic book fucking thing who should know the context of comic books and things like that. Oh my god, this is retarded. Has this article about how in the movie um, the Snyder Cut how the whole scene where the Flash saves Iris and he like, you know, he stares at her for too long and he moves her hair out of her fucking face so he can stare at her and he grabs the hot dog. Okay, talked about how the whole scene is creepy and it's it's about stalking and it's about the toxicity and all this shit. And I, I, I finished the whole article because I wanted to make sure I got the perspective on it and, and just in case, you know, but... And I'm thinking the whole time I'm reading this is, do you understand the context of the fucking comic book? This isn't like some random character doing this to some stranger, okay? This is fucking Barry Allen who marries Iris, his childhood lover, like, well, not lover, but his, his love, his childhood, his teenage love. His stepsister. Right? Yeah, his adopted stepsister, okay? And... There's a there's a whole history with these characters, regardless if this is the first time they see each other in there. The whole scene is fan service. It is fan service for people that love Flash and Barry, or I'm sorry, Barry Allen and Iris. Passionate okay. people. Yes, and so this guy who works for Comic Book R, whatever the fuck the R stands for, should know that context. So him using it as a pedestal. That that scene as a pedestal to make it look like he's all for women's rights and he's a feminist and he's got a down with male toxicity and all this shit. Why? This is the wrong pedestal to use it for. Right. Now, if this was a regular movie and this guy was a stranger and he was staring at this woman for far too long, okay, then you have something to speak about. Then it makes sense. Right. But not when it's this. And it just bugged the shit. I mean, I had to say something. Don't like. <laughs> yeah. So I saw that comment. And he had no comments available on that article, so I couldn't say shit on there, which, you know, they do that on purpose because he didn't want to hear. I saw your post about it. I was like, God darn it, I still... What is HBO Max? <laughs> Michael explained it to me when I got here, so now I know. I thought HBO Max was a combination of HBO and Cinemax, and it's fucking not because some things from Cinemax are on there, but the, there's a bunch of things that aren't. So there's some things that are only on Cinemax. So it's not HBO Max. It's not. It's not a combination of the two. Which Michael I, disagrees with you. No, it, it, there's movies like uh, there's certain movies I wanted to watch, and it'll say only on Cinemax. And then I go to HBO Max to find it, and it's not there. Like there's a hmm. show that was only on Cinemax. It was an exclusive. It was called Banshee, and it was like on for four seasons. Oh yeah, because it's a Cinemax branded. Yeah, it, it's an original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it wasn't available on HBO Max until recently. So there's the corporate umbrella, but there's still there's still. Yeah. Splicing you off into another seven ninety nine. Yeah, sneaky bastard. Yeah. But HBO Max is smart because they're doing what Disney Plus is doing. They know that some people are gonna like quit, you know, because they don't want to keep paying monthly. You know, just watch a bunch of shit and then leave, right? So what they do is they keep spreading out these premieres. So it's like, well, you, oh, hey, I can't quit it because then I got another premiere of uh, got fucking Godzilla and Mortal Kombat and all this other shit coming up. Or with Disney Plus, you got, you know, you went from Wanda, you went from Mandalorian to WandaVision. Now we're on Captain, not Captain, you know, Falcon the Winter Soldier. 
and then we're going to go to something else right after that. So they're smart with it. Uh, you know, I, I, they're sneaky. So sneaky you're, you're sparking a topic for me, and I know last night we were uh, uh, Facebook messengering. Yeah. And I uh, shared with you that I was watching the documentary, because I love documentaries, and I was watching the one on um, Blockbuster Video. I watched it last night. Did you watch it? I watched it before I went to bed. So it, it made me start thinking. The last Blockbuster. I want to watch that, so don't spoil it. Okay. Well, okay. I'm, I'm not no. going to spoil it. What I'm going to say I, I will not be in the context of what it's actually about. What I'm going to say there, there's is... Only, there's only one Blockbuster left. I'm actually... <laughs> not anymore. I'm actually, no, it still exists. I, no, it's still, I, I, oh, I it does. Yeah. Yep. I searched for it. Bend, Oregon? Yep. Yeah, it is It is exactly 444 miles away from my, my apartment. So it will take about seven hours to get there if I drive about seven. Are you planning a trip? And I'm they, thinking about it. Are you really? Uh, I want to start doing yeah road trips and shit. Now that's fandom. They do um they do yeah. movie nights there. Like so, it's an Airbnb. Okay, so the, yeah. so what would you do when you get there? Well, uh, there's a, there's a bunch of hotels nearby. Yeah. Um right off the freeway. It's like Highway 97. So you just take I-5 North all the way up till past Shasta and then you take 97 and 97 goes right through Bend, Oregon, which is in the middle of Oregon. Right. So it's like ironic. A, yeah. Yeah. So I and I, I call it bend over again, by the way. But <laughs> bend over again. But there's a bunch of businesses that are nearby that blockbuster. And so there's hotels and stuff. There's a red lion and other things, you know. So what I'm thinking is you can go up, you know, me take the kids up there, drive up there, uh, bring something like a DVD player or whatever. A cooler. Laptop, speakers, and it can go down to that blockbuster and rent something. Just to fucking, hey, rented it, right? You know? Just to last... bring us back to our heyday. Go buy one of those TV VCR combos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it brings me back to, I'm not going to spoil it for you, Mike. I Don't promise. worry about it. But it, it basically uh, it progressed into the fact that really now we are addicted to streaming. We, they do not one time, and I fucking kid you not, in that entire documentary, they do not once mention Hollywood video. And that's a tragedy because they had once. the cult classic section. It is not fucking, not as a competitor, nothing. Yeah. They mention Netflix and fucking Redbox. They do not mention oh, so, Hollywood video at all. So why the fuck really? is that? Yeah. What did Hollywood video do wrong? I like I Hollywood, Hollywood video, video a, more Holly, than Blockbuster. Hollywood video was the undercutter of Blockbuster. I think Hollywood video is owned by Netflix, isn't it? We better find out. Um, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't the real so, question, are there any still open? No. Hollywood no. Video went under before um, yeah. Blockbuster did. Yeah. Hollywood Video went under in like 11 or 12, and then Blockbuster slowly started phasing out soon after that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's the writing on the wall kind of thing. So you could go to Hollywood Video and you could get... I don't know what it was about um, uh, Blockbuster. And I talked to... Like I talked to Mike about this before you mm-hmm. got here, like a million years ago when I was nineteen, and I was sitting around with some buddies. Like, have you seen Clockwork Orange? And they're like, Orange what? And I was the like, old in out. In, and I was out. like, you haven't seen this? And they were like, No. And I was like, Oh my god, that's a weird fucking movie. So I call Blockbuster Video, and they're like, No, we don't have that. Why wouldn't <laughs> they have that? That's a classic. They didn't have it. It was too uh well I think it was it was originally X-rated or something. I don't know what their reason There was a were. F- handful of films from the 70s that were big like Midnight Cowboy was 69. Yeah. Um <laughs> pardon the pun. And uh <laughs> yeah, Midnight Cowboy and uh Exorcist Mm. Um, and then possibly Clockwork Orange were all rated X. Well, Clockwork Orange was banned in Great Britain because of the copycat crimes that took place after its release. Yeah, which is... it. 
Yeah, that's funny. Because, I mean, if someone's willing to do that to people, they're just going to use something else to copy off of anyway. Exactly. So it's not like... Right. So one thing about that documentary that I noticed. So when they're interviewing Doug Benson, comedian Doug Benson, that man in my eyes has not aged well. Like, he fucking looks like a real-life version of a Mike Judge animation drawing character. Mm -hmm. He looks fucking... His head just is just weirdly... It's like a fucking potato. Like a like a rumply... You know, like a, some potatoes are smooth and some just look like... Look like, I don't know. Like, it, it looks like cellulite. Bring, it looks like cellulite growing out of it, right? Don't bring sexless potato head into <laughs> so, this. <laughs> just it, it, nothing personally. I mean, well, you talked about my fucking head, man. But <laughs> nothing personal against Doug Benson because he could, you know, I'm pretty sure he'd throw me under the table with all the shit he could talk about me. But... Um, if he wanted to take the time, but he just looks so fucking weird when he's talking like his, his nothing on his face matches itself. So you're going to have to, cause the, I've watched maybe 35 minutes. Uh-huh. You're going to have to remind me which one he is. He went into the store and he took a picture of the Kumail Nanjiani, the big sick movie. And then, and then sent it on his phone, the picture to Kumail and Kumail responded like, Oh my God, where is that at? In Ohio. How far into the documentary? Uh, I think about 45, 50. I, it was I about did. halfway through. You didn't watch the whole thing? I, I had to stop. <laughs> I had to stop. It yeah, was like well, 7.30. I, yeah. I was like, this is where I... I went to bed at 1, so that I, I, I put it on like 11.30. Are you shitting me? Uh, no. You go I, to bed that late? I You're a night owl. I cannot... Uh, I, have a, I have a herniated disc in my back, uh-huh. so I, um, I can only lay down for a certain amount of time before it wakes me up. So um, if... Uh, if I can actually lay in bed for seven hours, I actually had a good night. Oh man, um, sorry to hear that. And no, it's okay because I, yeah. I've it, it, it's propelled me into bettering my life, um, doing yoga and losing weight and everything. So it's fine. It's just it is what it is. But I, so normally I I, I lay in bed from anywhere between five and seven hours, and I, I can usually. So if I if I remember to take ibuprofen right before I go to sleep, right. usually that'll knock me out long enough so that I can sleep for four hours before I have to wake up to piss or something else like right. that. Right. I know what that's all about. So yeah, no, I'm fine. So usually what I'll do is to to try to make up for that sleep because your body still needs to get at least seven to eight hours of sleep a day. Um, I'll take a nap sometimes, sometimes. Like I tried to take a nap before I came here right after I, we, what was it? We did, no, I, we did the walk after I, I took a nap. So I took a nap for like an hour, kind of slept, not really. Then I did my three mile walk for like 45 minutes and then I got dressed and came out here. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's why I stay up so fucking late is because it's, you know, also my sons go to sleep, you know, and they're, they're, you know, they got school. So, well, online school, <laughs> but right. they go to, they usually go to bed between 10 and 11 ish. That is like a party night for me, 10 and 11. Uh, yeah, I, there's things I like about the morning, but then if I go to bed too early at night, I feel like I'm missing something. So what time do you have to get up? Well, I, I don't have a job per se. I just do lift driving when I need to. Mm-hmm. So whenever I need to pay bills, I'll I'll put in the effort to. He's retired. <laughs> You're so fucking lucky. I, I told my wife I wanted to retire, and she was like, "No." Well, okay. Here's the thing. And everyone, th- there's no judgment here, even though it might sound a little judgmenty, judgmentally. Judgmenty um, is there. My perspective on things has changed in a way where I don't feel like I need the things that everyone thinks that they need or right. they believe that they need. Some people really want the things that they want, and that's fine. But I don't want the five hundred thousand dollar, fourteen hundred square foot house mm-hmm. in California, and right. then paying that fucking huge amount of property tax on that shit. Right? It's not for me. That is an investment that I don't care to fucking partake in. 
Um, I don't want the job. I don't want the 10 hours a day job and the two hours of commuting job where I have to answer to somebody. I don't want that. I, I want, this is what I want. I want to be able to make enough money to pay the bills and then spend the rest of that time with my kids. Sure. You know, and my kids are, they're, <laughs> they're almost gone. They're, they're right now going, they're 15 and 16. My sons who still live with me, my daughter's already out of the house, but my sons, you know, they're already talking to chicks online, you know, to, to, to schoolmates and shit. Right. And they're already, you know, making future plans and all that shit, you know? And so the, the time is becoming more and more fleeting. So it's just more important for me to have that time with them before anything else. I don't. And, and so other things have just become more trivial. Um, and I've also, I've embraced minimal, minimal, minimalization. Bullshit. Where I like, like I used to collect movies like a motherfucker. That's a fucking lie. I used to collect movies like a motherfucker. I used to have so many. I still do. I still have over a thousand movies, but I used to have like 2,000 movies, you know. And 400 fucking arcade games. What happened yeah. to the other thousand? You get divorced and so, or something? <laughs> I actually I got divorced uh, thirteen. I, I, I no, she I, took like two hundred of those goddamn movies. She did, but she took like the Sex in the Cities and mostly the chick flicks. Goddamn California community property. She took though. all my CDs though. That pissed me off. She took all my fucking CDs. Even Alanis Morissette. You bitch. <laughs> you jagged little bitch. Even my Justin Bieber. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt. Go no, no. So, um, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, of course, I, I found something else. I, I found an obsession, and my obsession I found out is those right there, those arcade one-ups. Yeah. I have nine of those in my apartment. Like this right here? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I have seven that are like that. I have one that's a table one, and I have one that's a mini one that's only like this, like from here up, uh -huh. and then it, it hangs from the door. That's cool. That's a centipede one. That's Te cool. Technically, that's his too. Well, no, it's not mine. I mean, <laughs> it shows on my account from you know arcade when I'm buying it from. The, I bought that for Mike because I knew he would love it. And the, there was, and I, I mean, look, if it was going to be five hundred bucks when it, because those are normally five hundred for the Star Wars one. If they want, they had this one in a million time where they had it down to like three hundred seventy-five, and I'm like, okay, fuck it, boom, sold, and it's never gone back down to that price. To this day, there's still five hundred bucks again. Is there a lot of technology in those? No, uh, no, it it's is pretty simple. Like, okay, if you take Raspberry Pi, yeah, if you take the, uh, if you have the time, look it up and look at customization jobs that people do on these. That whole part, that panel right there where it says um, Star Wars and Empire and all that, it's completely empty behind there. There's just a couple wires dangling down from right. the screen. There's like a little microchip in there somewhere. Yeah, and but all, only thing you need for this whole thing, really, I mean, well, the marquee lights up, but um, is just the screen and the yoke, the controller. Everything else is just filler. There right. it is. This is the interface port. Yeah, it's really, really small. Right, so just the chip. So there's people that, that do customization jobs all the time, and they'll turn that part into a shelving system or um, or other things. They do some really cool shit with the... I wouldn't buy this one, though. USB does not compatible with new... Does not compatible. That's cool. With the new spinner? Yeah. It is, is not. Yeah. Does not. Okay. And so... You're paying for the experience. It's just... You know what, to me, it, it, it's just... It's modern-day pop culture art. Oh, absolutely. And so... Instead of me going out and buying a, a, a ripoff of Gauguin or some shit like that, right? I love the nostalgia. Like, I don't even turn the fuckers on barely. They're barely, they just sit there for the most part collecting dust. But them just being there is just awesome to me. Yeah. You I know? get it. I totally get it. And so, yeah, so I've designed, I've gotten rid of so much shit <laughs> so I can make room for these things. Because I live in a one-bedroom apartment with my two sons. So I have the living room, which is my bedroom. <laughs> and, right. and then they have, the, they have their own room with their stuff in it, right? So 
Um, so yeah, all that's in my living room is my bed, a table, like a one of those thin bar stool tables, and then all the arcades and my TV. That's it. There's nothing else in my living room. No. So, um, and I'm fine with it because I like it. It's just the problem is, is I, I it, there's cool things about it. It's like you know, you look at um, at a. Uh, more clever ways to make more room for more arcades and oh, things absolutely. like that. And the I've collector. already done, yeah, and I've already done that a few times. But it's getting to the point where I'm going to have to move to somewhere bigger to accommodate because there's every year there's more announcements and there's three cabinets I want that that came with the new one now. Well, no, there's well there's two there's two that are must haves. What are they? The must have is the Dragon's Lair cabinet. Oh. It's got Dragon's Lair 1 and 2 and Space Ace on it. And depending on what you want, you can either get the one that has the Dragon's Lair design on it or the one that has the Space Ace design on it. I want the Dragon's Lair. I'm pretty sure Mike wants the Dragon's Lair too, right? So that's a must-have because just the sound of that playing in my apartment will remind me of the back in the 80s when I used right. to go to Shakey's Pizza Place. And, oh, right? Yeah. Which the, one? Uh, the one Any on Watt Avenue. The one I went to was in Watt Avenue, on Watt Avenue in North Highlands. But... um. Because I, I love it. They have all these different rooms, you know. They have party rooms and arcade room and different hallways and shit. It was fucking awesome. I loved it. All right. We're clearly on uh, arcade games now from the 80s. Yeah. Gauntlet. Gauntlet is fun. Um, Gauntlet is very... God, this has got a great sound. Great, you know, Derner, Derner. Player mm-hmm. one is... Near and it was, it was four. Four people? Yes. Yeah. So the, um, they do have an arcade one up with that. The Rampage cabinet, which is a three-player one, that has Gauntlet on there. Uh, it's got Rampage, Gauntlet, I think Joust, and something else. But um, I never got that one because RK One Up has improved in the quality over the years. They have like each year is like a phase of it, you know. So I've got stuff from Phase Two and Phase Three, and uh, and I think they're on Phase Four now or something like that. But um, I never got the Gauntlet one because I I didn't want Rampage. I'm not a Rampage fan. Rampage is one of those games that's fun for about ten minutes and then you're just fucking done with it. Rampage. I, I have it, to say I played that on Nintendo. It's a, I mean, it's just those three fucking... Or maybe th- I'm thinking of Renegade. No, uh, Rampage is the one with the Wolfman, the Godzilla, and the King Kong where they climb the buildings and they... they oh, You I can fucking remember. eat things and shit like that. I yeah. I do remember. There's the Rampage cabinet. So, um... What about, uh... This is obscure, but I'm, of course, attracted to stuff like Defender. that. What was it? Zactron? Zaxon. Zaxon. Yeah. Remember that? I think Zaxon's available on one of them. It might be on the Atari What is that system. game about? You're like flying through electrical fences. You're a space shuttle and you're just flying through a like gigantic a maze? field of mines and yeah. Yeah, yeah. enemy planes and shit like that. So, yeah, the, these things are awesome. I only pay full pop for these things. When it's something that is like an absolute must-have, and I got to get it before it, it, they don't make it anymore. Right. So, like for example, Sega finally signed on with Arcade One Up, and so they came out with the uh, Golden Axe uh, Revenge of Death Adder cabinet. So I've got that one. That was f- uh, that one was four hundred bucks plus shipping and tax. So I ended up paying like almost five hundred bucks for it. And they're um, all this size? Roughly, the Star Wars one is actually about three inches taller than the other ones that are on risers. Um, the Star Wars one is very specific. Um, the yokes, from what I understand, are expensive. It was hard for them to to make one cheap enough um, in cost so that they could still make it, you know, affordable to sell. I think that's one of the reasons why they never really go down in price when they're selling them. Um, the you know Star Wars ones anyway, because that's the only one that has a yoke so far on it. Um, but yeah, look at the Space Ace cabinet. I don't even know that game. It's made by the same people that made Dragon's Lair. Mm. So the Space Ace, and that hasn't come out yet. That's going to come out sometime this year. 
Hopefully. That might have been one of the first games where they show you a little movie during playing the game, or no? Yeah, it's an, it's an illusion. It, yeah. it, the illusion is that you think you're playing a cartoon when pretty much you're just like, oh, well, it'll pick the scene instead of that scene. Right. Right. Yeah, it won't come up with the... They say that it's not going to come with the counter right here. Mm-hmm. This is this is what prototype appears to be a prototype based off of the original. Yeah. And the original game had your score here and your yeah. lives there, and then they have the... Uh, Whatever they're gonna add. So there. tell me a '80s obscure uh, game that like no one would know that much about. Home Run Derby. Um, Home Run Derby. There was that kangaroo one. There was the Three Pigs. Uh, kangaroo, not necessarily, but yeah, that could. Um, and we're talking like low production machines. It's like just that like they you, didn't have a lot you, of them. If you or? were lucky to see it in a place. There's one, oh, the G.I. Joe one. I remember the, no, this one from the 80s. The G.I. Joe one was in the 90s, the late 90s. That one was a first person. It wasn't a first person. It was like a third person shooter where the top half of the character mm-hmm. is in front of the screen and then you're running and everything's coming at you like this. And uh, the, the G.I. Joe one was awesome. Uh, I only saw that one time and that was at the Country Club Country Club Lane Bowling Alley I arcade. so much time there. Yeah. Yeah. El Camino and Double Play. That's the one right there. Yeah, there was also a Nintendo one that had 10 games on it, and um, that was a rare one to find. So the place you just talked about, we used to spend a bunch of time in it. They had laser tag. We're going back again 25 years, right? Yeah. They had a mad pinball machine Mm -hmm. selection, and that's the first place I ever walked in. And I was probably at least old enough to drink or at least old enough to buy a beer and yeah. walked over and they had Mortal Kombat. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? And we pumped so much money into that machine. And I yeah. didn't even know what I was doing. I was just hitting buttons as fast as I could. One time I was Star at a castle. I was at a grocery store with my mom and she gave me a quarter to play Mortal Kombat. I got all the way to Shang Tsung on one quarter. No shit. You fucking beat me, but I got to Shang Tsung. And I was like, God damn, I but I bet you if I had $10 in quarters, wouldn't have got that far. Right. But it's the challenge of only having one fucking quarter, man. You just focus. Like, I did that for the... Op- there was like a James Bond movie when, um, <laughs> when the Cynodomes were still around. Yep. And went into the arcade there, and they had Soul Calibur. I didn't even know that was out in, in and, arcades. And it made a bit... You know, it was like... It doesn't matter what year it was. 90s, you know, mid-90s. So I'm playing, and my buddies come out and like, hey... Fucking movie's gonna start. You've been here for like forty five minutes. That happened like, to me once. Yeah. And I've just been I've been playing, and then people keep challenging me, <laughs> and they're like, oh, "I'm gonna kick your ass." And like, Brrr, you know, thirty seconds later. And you out, had right? not much money put into it. I just had like whatever I was playing with. It was like a fifty cent game. So yeah. I was just I had been playing uh, for forty five minutes or an hour on mm-hmm. fifty cents yeah. and just laying yeah. waste. So. So the kid that was I was playing against, I, I had to go see the movie was starting. So I was like, "Here, you just continue on." I've been he was like, "You're just going to give it up?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's just a video game. I can come back and do this all day long. I don't care." <laughs> I have it on my I have Soul Soul Caliber on my PlayStation. That happened to me once at Cinedome as well. Uh, we went to go see Tombstone. So Maybe was, that was you. This was back in '93. <laughs> no, they had The Punisher there on arcade, uh-huh. and for uh-huh. some reason, they had unlimited plays on there for free. So. I just kept playing it and playing it. And my cousin kept coming back every 10 minutes saying, the movie's about to start. Oh, the movie started. Next thing you know, beat the game, and the movie's already half over. We're just like, oh, well, fuck, we missed Tombstone. Then we went home. But, yeah, I mean, it was like, you know, you got to take advantage of a free arcade. I don't know why it was unlimited. I didn't put a single quarter in the whole goddamn thing. It probably was a new game, and somebody had jury-rigged it. It's possible. Tapper. 
I gotta uh, b- a beer break. tapper. All right. So yeah, we're gonna, actually we're gonna yeah, put you don't, pause. So. Oh yeah, you don't need to turn the the mic oh, off. Yeah. So yeah, he always leaves those on. Okay. Yeah, stretch through the leg. When's your son gonna call? You good for tonight? Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. Too All many right. dicks. Too many dicks <laughs> on the dance floor. Good night.